Welcome to another Virial USA podcast. This is Alan with Joseph. How are you doing this evening? Very good. At this moment, we have six tropical storms in the Caribbean heading for Florida. So if anyone's wondering about that, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's that time of year for me. Exactly. Well, here in California, it's begun to it's begun to cool down a bit. We've actually gotten even a little bit of rain, so we're happy about that. But, but people aren't tuning in to hear our various weather forecasts. They want yeah. to talk about the real. And we we can actually talk about a win, a, a win. And I think we can pat ourselves on the back. We said 3-0, 3-1, and 3-0 mm-hmm. was. So, yeah. Yeah. So what what'd you do? I was, I was very – oh, I mean – What's there to say besides, I mean, it was so, so, so important, so much, so needed for everybody on the team. Um, I, you know, I saw the, uh, an interview with, um, Ibor after the game, um, that they released through the team. And, you know, basically he said exactly what everyone was thinking was that, you know, how important for what it was to get this win and finally build off a win in the league, you know, instead of building off a draw or a loss that you, you lost it in the second half, you know, something like that. So, you know, I thought overall, you know, we played a really good game. I thought the decision to start a Senho, which I've been calling for, was was really good because about the 13, 14-minute mark after we had been pressing for about the first 10 or 15 minutes were all us. They, they came in with their own attacks for the next 10 or 12 minutes, and they hit a Senho with a couple shots that were, you know, albeit, I mean, they, they hit him right at him, but it's always still good to see a keeper that hasn't played in so long be confident about it and get the ball and hold it Um so I was really impressed with him, and I'm glad they put him in like I had called for. Um, and, of course, I mean, Ger- Gerard Moreno, I mean, the guy just doesn't stop scoring. And I think for any team, I mean, that's what you need. You know, if you're not going to have a very strong defense and you know it, you need to be able to put in goals. And, I mean, he- he's literally the best in the league right now at doing it. Right, exactly. He's the current Pichichi with five goals from four games. So that's that's really good. Um, yeah, I thought that we – I thought that we did very well. Um, it was good that we were able to take the lead, adding that. I think we had said, you know, gee, it'd be nice to be 2-0 up by halftime. And we got that goal right before halftime to do exactly that. And I think that one thing that I noticed was that Leganes just didn't press us very much. I mean, they they didn't put a lot of pressure on the ball in our half of the pitch or, or in our certainly in our defensive third. And that made it pretty easy for us to play out from the back, I think. Um, mm-hmm. um, it just didn't seem like they had a real – once they were down a couple of goals, it, it did not seem as though they had a real good um, feeling about things. And, you know, I, I think I sort of viewed it as one of those games where so often we – played down to the level of our opposition, especially on the road in games like this. And it was nice to just sort of take the game, um, you know, score early, take the lead, take the crowd out of it a bit to the extent the crowd was in it at all because of all the, it was incredibly rainy and not much fun to be there, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think once we, once we scored, took the lead, we played very well. I mean, everybody played, Everybody did. Yeah, I, I, you can make a case for everything for everyone playing uh, pretty decently. Yeah, I mean, I think Asenjo certainly in goal stood out. Um, he had a couple, as you said, it's like early on, Leganes tested him with some, you know, hard shots from outside the box, but skidding on a wet pitch. You know, you got to yeah, be. It's never easy. Never easy. And um, he did well. Anguisa was um, was really good. I think people were really. Yes. Really- 
people were really impressed that that uh, with his play. But overall, everybody did did well. Um, certainly, Gerard with two goals. Um, you know, I I felt like it was a sort of game where if you said, oh gee, you know, so and so didn't have a great game, it was not that they didn't play well. It was just that they weren't as pivotal. Um, yeah. You know, but everybody did a good job, and um, I thought Kaleha did a did a we um, you know question him, criticize him sometimes for his moves, but I think he I think he read this one right. I think the subs that he made were good, um, and uh, so yeah, great. It was it was, yeah, a, cool. it, was good, it was a good win, and now we go on to host Valladolid, and if. If we can win this, it would be the first time we've gotten last season we didn't get back to back wins until two thirds of the way through the season. So it would be really nice to to pick up this win on Saturday and uh, and you know have two wins in a row going into playing Barcelona. Oh, definitely. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I in agreement with you. I mean, everyone played decently well I mean like you said you, could, you if they weren't playing well it was only just because they weren't as much involved in the game as the rest of the team but I mean you couldn't even say they were playing bad um I'm I was calling for Ontiveros to start this game but you know what I you know I mean Gaia chose Moy Gomez and I thought he did a great game as well I mean um I believe in the second goal he's obviously the one that put it into the box I mean you can make a case that um Cazola put it in you can make a case that Baca touched it you can make a case that it was an own goal I mean everyone touched it kind of at some point but the point was he was the one out on the wing putting the ball in so I thought it was a fantastic decision to start him um and that's not something I called for before exactly so uh, you know like you said he got everything right he did it all and what matters most of all is that you got to win and they look really confident in doing it as well patient um they didn't really look desperate to get a, a, a you know goals I mean they weathered the pressure when they came in with when um Leganes came in and went at us so uh, overall, I like the mentality most of all of the team. They never seemed worried. They never seemed on the back heel at any time, I would say. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, I don't know how you read the formation that we lined up in. I, it was described variously as a 4-2-3-1, a 4-3-3, a 4-1-4-1. I, you know, I don't really, um, you know, it was certainly very fluid, but I yeah I thought it was I mean I think probably four one four one is maybe the most accurate but um, do we start that same eleven on Saturday at home against Valladolid do we change it up Yeah and that's I see exactly what you're saying because on one hand you want to say well this was our first one of the season um, and you maybe want to keep the same eleven out there that got you that win no matter what no matter what the circumstances as long as everyone's healthy hundred percent why not start the same exact eleven but I think that obviously every team calls for a different lineup. Uh, I, I guess I would say I don't know that I would start Baca this game. Um, he does a lot of he, yeah, yeah. He started, He does a lot of the dirty work. He's very physical, and I love that about him. Um, and, it, and it worked out in this game. I mean, he didn't get a goal, but he, he was fairly involved. I mean, he had a fantastic one on almost one on one chance um, early yeah. in the game. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I would say I don't, he just didn't quite get the right touches on it to get it forward, and the defender caught up and made a really good uh, really oh, good wow. move to deny yeah. him. Possible. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just think that, you know, those those times are important because had he put that one away early, um, you don't know how different it makes the game. I mean, we might have been more comfortable. We might not even had to have weather the next 15 minutes that they came at us, but I'm not going to fault him for it. But I just think for me, uh, I don't think you keep the same exact 11 out there. Maybe try the same formation 
Um, I, I mean, I don't see why not at least try it if it works. But at the end of the day, yeah, I think you still change it up a little bit. Um, keep Gerard in there. Obviously, keep Kozola in there, Abora. Um, I don't know if he wants to play Anguisa again, but I would say coming off such a good game, why not? Why not see what he can do again? Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play Baca this game. Me personally, um, maybe not even Moy Gomez. Maybe give Chikwesi a chance. Use his pace on the wings, depending on who their left back or right back is. But right. that's just me. But I would keep it basically mostly close to the same last lineup. I would, um, and maybe even the same formation, but not exactly the same. It was a good win, but I'll, again, albeit at the bottom of the league, uh, they're at the bottom of the table. So that also tells you something about it. It's like you can't expect to start the same exact team, the same exact formation, and get the same result against a, a tougher team that's really right below us in the table. Yeah, I think Valadolid. Well, what do you now? What do you think? Well, I think Valladolid are a, are a little tougher nut to crack because they're defensively a little bit better. I think they're I don't think they're um, necessarily great at scoring either, but I think they I mean they've keep in mind their only win this season was against was at against Betis when Betis had their keeper sent off in like the ninth or tenth minute. So mm-hmm. you know I I kind of there's a little bit of yeah, and, and Betis has been underachieving all season as well. Because, it, because two of their four goals were scored against ten men, I guess. But um, I think they're a tougher team to crack, so I kind of like using um, a little more speed, as you say. Maybe um, getting in um, Chukwueze or uh, taking Baca out and putting in um, Ikambi. You know, Toko Ikambi played well when he came on. Um I think the Valladolid are, from what I've, from what I've seen so far, I mean, they're best, they're a team that doesn't concede a lot, nor do they score a lot. Um, and I think probably it's going to be important for us to have the control in midfield. So, you know, I kind of like having Ibora, Santi, um, uh, Anguisa, Chukwueze, maybe having those four, maybe giving Moy a, a break or something, and, and putting a combi and uh, and enjoy uh, mm-hmm. yeah, up. Or you could go, or you could keep Moy in, or even play on Tavares and go with um, with um, Gerard on his own. You know, not yeah. I I think for me, I I'm pretty much in agreement with you. Uh, play that four, obviously back line. I think you have Nguisa up as a, so 4-1, basically then 4-1-2-3. I uh, basically have the four, then Nguisa as obviously right above them playing as that, almost like a sweeper acting. Then you have Cazola and Ibora together, um, above them. And then above that, like you said, I would have Gerard, Chukwesi on one of them and Toko Okambi on the other. That, that would be me personally, like formation wise. Yeah. I guess it's, it's interesting that we've got so many choices. And, and I think the thing that mm-hmm. was, noticeable during the during the game last week was that regardless of what formation we were officially in we have a lot of you know we do a lot of overlapping and there's a lot of you know players on the on the wing pinching in and and players who are more interior sort of going to the outside to get the ball and everything so there's a lot of overlap yeah and i think um so i but i think probably for this game we're going to have to be i a little I, more compact. A little more compact. I think um, that Valladolid are the kind of team that are kind of annoying to play because they are 
sort of moderately decent at most things, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. No, I think, no, I, I completely I think they're the kind of team that if they had a real star to coalesce around, could be, you know, could could be a, um, you know, a reasonably good team. As it is, they're they're well coached. They're a good they're a good team of, you know, decent players, and therefore we're going to have to work to break them down, and we're going to have to. Um, it's one of those games where I where I feel like the longer it goes nil nil, the more the pressure is on us to score first. Um, last year in this fixture, we pretty much got stoned by a goalkeeper who just killed us. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then they ended up getting a goal and we had a penalty saved late on, if I remember right. So it was just one of those games where no matter what you were going to do, you were going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> just um, seemed like you had, they had it in for you. Yeah. So, and we haven't, and we haven't actually scored against them in the last couple of games. I think we played a nil nil there. My memory serves. Yeah, I mean, we, it's it, they've they've been a team that we've always kind of um, it's it's been close against. So I think we have a real. Um, I think it's going to be more of a battle than Leganes. I hope the weather is better and and it's a little you know a little easier conditions all the way around. But I don't know. I I see it kind of a two nil, maybe two one. With us, I, yeah. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I, if I. I'm going to say 2-1 just because I said 3-1 last time, and you know what? They kept the clean sheet, and they, they honestly surprised me. So I like to say 2-1 just because if they surprise me again, then it's not a surprise anymore. Maybe maybe it's more of a trend now that it's been two games. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll still go with the 2-1. Uh, but honestly, I'd put my money on them scoring first maybe. I think that – yeah, I don't know that we'll score in the first half even. I think we may take it 0-0 in the halftime. Maybe they come out early and score. But I, 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 I sense that we're going to come out still – with a good mentality coming off the of last game and put two away on him somehow that that would be that would be my mentality on it you know i don't i don't think we'll keep getting lucky scoring early every game basically you know there had something has to give and i think eventually there will be an opponent that takes advantage of that and scores first that's a good point okay all right i can see that so all right so we're we're kind of agreed on on the final outcome yeah, but 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 yeah but I, I do overall i do see a win i think it's too important to build off of winning last game to let this one slip through their fingers. And I think the players know that now. So I think that I honestly, I think we're going to see a really good mentality out of them. Um, no matter how it goes, no matter, even if they go down one Oh first, I think we're going to see a really good mentality out of this game, especially because it's a home. Had they been playing in the, the Jose Zoria, like there's, you know, Valladolid stadium, then I kind of would have given them a little bit more thought to a draw or maybe even a loss because I know they play very hard there. Um, but, but I think because this one's at home, I, you know, I, I got to go with the two one for us. Yeah, it's interesting. I was noticing that the quirks of the schedule, Valladolid the leader playing, it's like they have, this is their fourth away game out of five. It's weird. Wow, really? That's, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even look at that. Yeah, yeah, they, they played, um, I think that's right. They played at, oh, yeah, they, they, they played, they, they opened up at home. They played at Osasuna. They played yeah. at, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. They, at, they actually, they didn't, Oh my gosh, they didn't have. They played at they didn't ha- they, Yeah, they didn't have their first home game until last week. Yeah, they, yeah. That's amazing. I know, it's weird. I know. Three games on the road, that's incredible. And you know what, like, I mean, kind of, I mean, if you think about it, more credit to them to pull out two draws, one against Real Madrid in, in the Bernabeu. In the and then they lost, they yeah. lost two O to Levante, but 
again, I'm starting, I think we're starting to make that case that Levante is a little better of a team, um, than we had previously thought, considering, you know, they came back on us, they 2-0'd Valladolid. I think they're maybe just that, that decent now. Yeah, that's right. So, anyway, that's interesting. It's a, it's a little, and I don't know if there's a particular reason for it. I know there have been years that we asked, there have been a couple of years where we asked to have like our first match away or something because of, we were working on the stadium and so forth. And I don't know if Valladolid had anything like that going this year, but it's kind of odd that they, so that means in the second half, they'll have more home games, presumably. So anyway, we'll see. So it should be, should be an interesting game. It's, it's also, I have to say, it is the early kickoff, which means 4 a.m. in California. Ooh. Um, but the main thing is that the early kickoff is something that I think we have a perception that we don't play well in these noontime games. I, although I think we've done better in them of late. So, you know, don't. Yeah. Worry. I mean, I, you're always hoping that the fans turn out and I think after a win, you, you know, you'll see a lot of people considering, you know, we weathered a storm almost in the beginning. I think maybe people thought, okay, you draw your first game, uh, and then you lose the next one after coming back and people are starting to say, okay, it's the same team as last year. But I think it's important to draw Real at home. That, that's still a good result, even if they are not the same Real. And then to come back at last week and win 3-0 convincingly, I would say, mm-hmm. I think you'll see, uh, hopefully a lot of good fan support that still says, okay, like they're trending in the right direction. Let's support them, even if it is noon. Um, uh, you know, I'm looking actually looking up a couple stats here, and like you said, we are winless in our last three games against them. Draw one, and we lost two, mm-hmm. with also failing to score in all three. So that is really interesting. I guess that, like you said, they just have our number uh, in some sort of way. Yeah, and I think the other thing to keep in mind too is that last year this was a game. This was one of the games where Gerard was really. I mean, it was early in the season. And, you know, he just really wasn't the same player, um, as he, as he is now or as yeah. before. And I think that was, you know, I just remember a bunch of chances going begging in that one last year, but hopefully this year, um, will, will be a different story. So we'll take a brief break and then when we come back, we want to talk a little bit about the, um, other results last weekend and talk about a recent signing that the women's team did. So we'll be right back. Okay, so I have to comment that we we sort of pay attention to how the Cantera teams are doing. And last weekend was probably the best we've ever had, at least since I remember, um, you know, working on the blog, because we had the B team won, I think it was 3-0. The C team won 3 or 4-0. And the ladies team won 5-0, our number Mm -hmm. one ladies team. In addition to the three nil win that that the uh, first team posted, so that was pretty outstanding. And the B team is um, at the moment, you know, still undefeated with uh, four wins from four, and they play Barcelona B, um, Barcelona's second team in the Real, and I think it's later on Saturday, um, so after mm-hmm. the, after the Battle of the League game, so. It, um, I hope a, a lot of fans, you know, go see us against Battle Delete, hopefully see us win and then head on over to the mini Estadi and, and watch Barcelona because that should be a fun, a fun game too. Definitely. I mean, you know, we're, we're the, obviously the only team, uh, right now undefeated in the league. So a huge accomplishment. And, you know, Barcelona B's trending around mid table right now with, uh, one win, two draws and one loss. So, you know, not something's not quite right. 
quite right there with them. But at the same time, you can never underestimate a, a Barcelona, a yeah, Barcelona B team. Right. And the, um, I have to give credit to Simo Moreno, who ended up having to rejoin the B team after doing his tour of uh, Andalusian sides owned by Arabian sheiks. Um, because he <laughs> was supposed to be at, at Almeria and their new owner decided that he didn't want a deal without a purchase option. So he said no. And then, uh, Malaga were going to take him and then the same thing happened. So he ended up, you know, back with the B team, but he scored two goals, two of our three goals, um, last weekend. And one of them was a candidate for the goal of the week in the, in the Segunda Bay and, so I, hopefully he gets it. Um, and the C team is, is off to a good start as well. Um, and the ladies side is, um, you know, this is their first season in the revamped, um, women's pyramid, so to speak, where, where there are these regional leagues that are, that are, um, that are feeders to the national first division. And we've won two games, um, you know, against good competition. Um, and we just made a, a signing that I think I had written about that we were hoping to get. I think we were battling maybe Barcelona for her. I don't remember, but this, um, this, uh, we, we just signed, um, this young woman who, um, Salma, I hope I'm getting her name right. Salma Paroluelo, is that right? Yeah, and she, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. And she, she's, I mean, I'm like, I, I was reading her bio and it kind of reminded me of the, uh, Tom Lehrer line about when Mozart was my age, he was dead. Because I'm looking at, <laughs> she's not even 16. <laughs> <laughs> and she's been, and she's set under 19 track and field under Spanish under 19 years of age track and field records, I think in the 400 meters. And she's played for the under 17, um, Spanish, um, women's team that won the, um, won the European and world and world cup. So, you know, she's, she's kind of, she's pretty good. She's, not, she's, she's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of, it is kind of a big deal. And I think it's a big deal, not just because of her, of her story and, and the fact that she's a two sports star, but the fact that, you know, this is something where Villarreal is putting some, um, is putting some, some, um, oomph behind the, the women's program. And we, we really started to see it pay off last year in the, um, in getting to the, uh, finishing on the table to get into this new division. And, you know, for us to be competing with, um, bigger teams to sign someone like this and coming away with it is really good. So. Yeah. I think, yeah. and I think enough can't be said just in general. I mean, you have a team, our men's team, our fir- men's first team that was almost relegated last year. And I mean, people go, okay, the earth is falling. We need to invest all our resources and figure out a way to get our team back up to Europa and probably even Champions League levels. But it's just fantastic to see an organization as a whole never forget that there are other parts to this organization, not just a men's first team. And, you know, you can say, okay, like, then focus on our men's B team or even the Cantera teams. But it's also cool to see that when they invest in something like our women's team, it's not just half, you know, for lack of a better word, half-assed. I mean, they they really go into it and they really, you know, do their best to sign some of the biggest stars and go after them. And the fact that they have one today, I mean, it's just, you can't say enough that 
that they're trying and they actively really want to build other sides of the organization besides just the men's first team. Right. And I think the, um, the fact that, you know, she, she's played alongside, um, Aisha Salvador, who is a young woman who's been a regular on the Spanish, well, now under 17 team, but, um, you know, has been kind of working her way up through the age groups. I mean, that's just great to see. You know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really, um, terrific that, that we're developing that sort of talent on the women's side as well as the men's. And I think that's, that's really great. I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get to see the women. I think last year they put, there was one game late in the season that they had on Dariel TV. I can't remember, but I'm hoping we get to see, um, some of the women's games on our, you know, Dariel TV at some point because it would be really neat to see. I think that right, definitely it just makes them more exciting. And like you said, yeah. battling other, other really good teams like Barcelona or whoever else that was in the hunt for. I mean, the fact that I always say the fact that somebody chooses that they want to come here to us mm-hmm. mean, mean, means something uh, because, you know, like you said, this is not, especially our women's team. It's not exactly like our women's team has any more history than, than even our men's team really. But like I said, so that makes it even more impressive that somebody says, you know, I, I choose to want to be here and I choose to want to build history with this club rather than just, go to Barcelona's women team that has admittedly, you know, done very well and has a lot of records and a lot of trophies. So it's mm-hmm. always cool to see someone that actively wants to be with you and wants to grow with you. Yeah. And I think the thing that was interesting here that, I mean, we don't often talk a lot about it because it's, and I don't tend to write a lot about it because it's, it's more something that you notice if you're in the Valencian community, if you're around Villarreal, but you don't, you know, it's it's not the kind of thing which you can that you know for an international audience is going to matter that much. But you know, one of the things that the team has done for a number of years now is provide financial support to a lot of um, um, other um, sports teams across the region, and one of them is the Castellón Playas, the um, track and field team. And, you know, part of the reason why, um, why Selma decided to sign with us is because she can continue her track and field career with that group in Castellon. I think she is under contract with her previous team until the end of December. So she'll start training and, and everything with the Castellon side in, in, uh, in January. But it's nice that we have that and we have that connection because we support them. It's, I'm sure it was a lot easier to have conversations with them about, okay, so she's going to be practicing for us and playing for us, but she's also going to be running for you and, you know, let's figure out how that's going to work. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was really nice. Um, the other thing that was, that was interesting, I, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a, um, there's a supporters group of Pena that started up in Madrid supporting Virial and they are, Cycling to this game, <laughs> they left. Oh, I did. I did not see that. Yeah, they, there's a there's about a dozen of them, I think, and they that are that are doing this cycle trip, and they left. They actually left Leganes, and they are arriving, I think, tomorrow in in Villarreal, and it, and it's a they're raising funds for a charity that's doing research into some sort of. Um, where I want to say it, it's it's like a like a 
a muscle disease or something. I, I honestly don't remember. But um, whatever it is, it's still very nice of them. Good cause, and it was really cool that, that the um, you know the team was was really excited about that and, and promoted it. And I guess there's going to be um, a party for them when they get to Viriel. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, this is this is the uh, yeah. this is the Pena, and I think if my memory seems when Elisa and I were there several years ago, I think they were there and they were making a lot of noise and having a lot of fun. So, I if anybody from the Pena Os del Grok or whatever it is 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 uh, listens to this, good on you, mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like and that's another cool thing. I think that when you have a smaller club, I mean. Like like us, I mean, I'm sure so many different people are for other clubs like Real or Barcelona. There's a hundred million different fans doing different stuffs, and the club can't afford to pay attention to every single one that that wants to put on for a cause or wants to do this. But I think that's the cool thing about us. I mean, we can reach out to smaller groups of people, and we really get to see what they want to do, and we can interact with them and help them out and promote them. I mean, it's really nice. Yeah, it is. So anyway, that's 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 really good. Um, and I have to confess, I have not checked to see when the the um, C team plays this week. Should probably mention that, but I was going to look and see real quick, and I forgot to I do it. I believe it says they play at El Dense Sunday the twenty second at twelve. Oh, okay. And El Dense is the team that got. They, they were the ones a couple of years ago got kicked out and then they got put back in eventually. I guess they got promoted again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I guess they're back. I guess they're back. And um, the ladies, I was going to see what their game is. Oh, that's right. They're playing in Valencia on Sunday morning. Well, Sunday morning, my time, I guess it's, Four o'clock or something in Spain, but they're playing Valencia's B team, which was one of the teams I think that came up with us into this into this oh, wow. thing. So it's interesting. I'm I'm waiting to see how this works because there are a bunch of they they split the Segunda division into north and south, and we ended up being in the south, and so we get to travel to the Canary Islands several times. Um, there are like four or five Canary Islands teams in, in this thing. And so I don't think we've played any of those teams yet. And it'll be interesting to see how we – I don't know if the schedule is arranged so that we have a couple of – you know, do we have like two games in the Canary Islands in the space of a week so we just stay down there and train or how any of this works. I think it's and – it, and it's the first year, so it's maybe a bit of a – Yeah, it'll, it'll, it probably won't be very kind. Yeah, yeah, but it's an interesting. Well, I'm sure they're. I'm sure the ladies are racking up the travel miles because we don't have many, apart from Levante and Valencia's um, second ladies teams. We have basically teams from the Canaries, teams from Andalusia, and um, Caceres, which is over in Extremadura, I think. So it's, it's, oh wow! Yeah, so. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, that's better all over. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about, and that's the thing about the the women's game at that level. I mean, it's it's whatever teams have chosen to actually invest in their women's team. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're gonna get random teams from all over that says we will care about our women's team. We want to invest in them, and then you get other teams like you know maybe even the capital or whatever that don't really care as much because it's all about men's football or it's all about even their second team. Yep. Yep. 
So anyway, we, we, uh, so they've got a short trip down to, to Valencia. So hopefully that will go well and, uh, we'll, we'll see how it does. But anyway, we will be back, I guess, next Monday because you're going to be heading off for Villarreal soon. We can talk uh, well, about we'll t- we can talk about yeah. that a little bit on Monday, but, um, Hopefully we, we will be back on Monday. Hopefully we'll be talking about a win and, yeah. uh, we can be talking about all sorts of good things and, and getting you ready to, to head off to the club for a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So until then, I guess it's Alan for Joseph and, uh, mm-hmm. USA saying, and the Van Virial. And the Van.